And off we go. Welcome to the Kindness Chronicles, where we hope to spread a little bit of Minnesota nice to a world that seems to desperately need it. A quick shout out to my pal Steve Brown, who provided the intro music. Steve was in the Minnesota-based band, Johnny Clueless, a band that really peaked in the 90s, which seems appropriate for us because both I and my faithful companion here also peaked in the 90s. Actually, for you, it was probably the 80s. 85 to be 85, specific. a state uh, champion, baby. My name is Kevin Gorg. You may know me from Fox Sports North, where I do some work covering the Minnesota Wild, or at Canterbury Park, where I've been the track handicapper since the year 2000. It probably doesn't come as a surprise to tell you that I also happen to love the sound of my voice as much as the next guy. Well, unless, of course, the next guy is my co-host, John Schweitz. Copyright Ricky Gervais, Golden Globe Awards, circa 2010. Very clever, Kevin. Way to uh, steal that line from uh, Mr. Gervais. Uh, I am John Schweitz, and you won't know me from anything. Uh, but, Kevin, due to your Ricky Gervais-level jab, I've decided I'm just going to shut up for a while hmm. and uh, watch you talk to yourself as you're so good at it. This is going to be quite a unique experience. Well, that's not something we don't see every day. Yes, I'm starting to get a flavor for how this might feel, and... Uh, uh, even though this is a, well, it is a podcast celebrating the stories of kindness, and perhaps we could pretend a little better. We'll do our best. I do agree. A couple things about our sponsors. We are powered by a unique organization called Bonafide U, which we will explain a little bit later on in the show. But we are sponsored by a really cool company that we hope you will all check out. It is not coincidentally called The Minnesotan. If you haven't visited their website or been in their store over in White Bear Lake, we cannot encourage you to do so enough. This place is unbelievable. We were just there last week, and we could have spent hours shopping around this place. It yes. is so unique. Super cool. So many great nostalgic spots in Minnesota, from places like O'Gara's in St. Paul to Columbia Arena, which is no longer standing. They have shirts, sweatshirts, hats. I mean, honestly, this place is the coolest store I've been in in a long, long time. Yeah, they had a a shaky Walton Saints jersey that I know that you look to be uh, coveting a little bit. What a cool place. You know, as you surely know or will soon learn, Minnesotans are a unique brand of people. And as we record this first episode, we are experiencing 40 below zero wind chill and uh, air temperature in the Negative team. So when we say unique, this would probably be exhibit A in proving our point. Many of us uh, actually choose to live here. And uh, the Minnesotan celebrates the nostalgia and heritage of Minnesota with apparel and a lifestyle brand that is uh, truly extraordinary. Yeah, it's like visiting a museum. If you love Minnesota like we do, you're going to love this store. We had a chance to meet Corey, the owner, last week, and he could literally take you through every single item and all the conversation around it. To me, that's what makes the store so special. If you wear one of their items to a party, people are going to want to talk to you about that item. It's going to bring people back to a time and a place that was so special in their life. It's, it is really cool. And, you know, they have uh, nostalgic shirts for even important local bands like Johnny Clueless. Oh, Full circle. Clever. I know. It's, it's all working. It's all working. Kevin and I were, uh, were classmates at uh, St. Thomas College. 
And uh, by the time we graduated, it had become the University of St. Thomas, which either says something about how much fun we had there. And how long it took us, yeah. which in both cases, immense. Uh, our gals are really good pals. Becky and Chrissy are best of friends. Yeah, in fact, they run every weekend and they travel together while Kevin and I stay home taking care of the children and the dogs. And of course, making sure that nobody steals our couch or our refrigerator, which are very important to... Uh, to our lives. Well, fancy ourselves givers. We are givers. We're here. We are givers. Well, enough about us and why exactly we are here. You may notice that the world we live in is so divided. You don't have to go very far to figure that out. Turn your TV on, go on your device, whether it's Facebook or Twitter. We live in a world that can't seem to get along. It's very sobering. In fact, you know, civility is at a historical low right now in yeah. our society. It doesn't take a scientific study to recognize the fact that we are experiencing divisiveness unlike any other. And, you know, there are more than a few stories about the role that social media has played in any number of societal problems. But it is, however, the greatest tool ever invented to mobilize resources in times of need and, and really serve as a catalyst to galvanize seemingly unrelated people behind a common cause or issue. And these podcasts have become an increasingly meaningful medium for exploring many of the societal problems that impact us all. Yeah, we have a friend by the name of Dr. Dave Walsh, who is the founder of an organization called National Institute on Media and the Family. And uh, he often shares this thought-provoking hypothesis that really rings true with me. It's whoever tells the story defines the culture. And, you know, right now our culture seems to be dominated by stories of divisiveness and incivility and it, it sucks. I'm, I'm personally sick of it, and I'm sure that, uh, that many of you are sick of it as well. Our little podcast has a very simple goal. Uncover stories of kindness that typically go untold. We want to connect with some of the people in our community who have proven to be the kind of people that we ought to aspire to be. But instead of asking them to talk just about themselves, we'd like to discuss their influences. Who were the people who made them feel like they meant? What were the moments that helped them define who they were as people? Why did they become the giving people that they became? The journey that it took to get them where they are, the influences in their life. Right, and why that was so meaningful. You know, as many of you know, Kevin has had some really neat opportunities uh, in his profession to, to meet and get to know some interesting people through his role at Fox Sports and, and also at Canterbury. And whenever we get together, I pester him with questions about you know, who are the nicest guys on the team? You know, who are the biggest jackasses? No, we never talk about never. that. No, in fact, what's kind of neat is the re he always says, you know, really, it's a great group of people that, that I work with. It's just, it's, it's incredible. You know, and it dawned on me that, uh, you know, I was frankly more interested in the people behind the player than actually the player themselves and what they did on the ice or what they did in the baseball field. I wanted to know who these people were beyond the success that they had as athletes. And having done this for 20 years, it's become clear to me that many of the kindest people that I've ever encountered in sports have always had a strong Minnesota connection. And, you know, when you when you hear people like Zach Parisi or Larry Fitzgerald, who are Minnesotans, being interviewed, they just have this humility and kindness about them that just warms your heart. You know, where did that come from? I'd love to know who their influencers were. And, uh, and what those defining moments were as they were growing up. And I hope to get them to recall some of those, those stories that really made them feel like they matter, not because of their ability, but because of their civility. Oh. See what I did there? 
Those pretty You'll good. notice that John Fancings. I've been waiting all day to say that. A bit of a poet. Yes, he does. Uh, but it would be a good place to mention a bit about our presenting sponsor, Bonafide U, an organization that I was introduced to a few years back. And John, you were at the forefront of getting this whole thing started. So please explain to everybody out there what Bonafide U does. Yeah, several years ago, a, a couple of seasoned philanthropists who I knew through the work that I did uh, attended a little class that a couple of dads and I were putting on for kids in our community, and we called it Civility School, which sort of sounds like Civility School. And, uh, you know, the program was ultimately about building your personal brand and the role that kindness and sportsmanship and even etiquette play in building that brand. And uh, we would do these classes on the weekends, and it just started with a few kids uh, that were friends of my uh, my boys and then their teammates, and it slowly evolved into a presentation that I was making to a bunch of athletic directors. And next thing you know, we were doing a presentation to leadership groups from kids all over the East Metro, you know, people from the East Metro uh, conference specifically. And this was done strictly for fun. Yeah, it was. The, the young people actually seemed to enjoy the process. Everything that we know from from managing your napkin at dinner to why traditionally people don't wear their hats indoors. You know, they, they thought that it was cool. In fact, one quick story, uh, we did one of these before a, uh, a homecoming dinner. And uh, we talked about the role that you play when you're with a date. And if they get up to go to the restroom or something, you should pop up. And when they come back, you should pop up again. And they came back to me afterwards and they're like, you know, we were the only five guys that popped up and people are looking at us like we'd lost our minds. Like, what are they doing? And they felt kind of cool. It was yeah. really fun. Old-fashioned manners, man. It, it, it's so cool to see kids figure out where this comes from. I'm the dad of three girls, and I'm very proud of the three young ladies that, that we've raised. And you know what? When I'm around people that treat them well, or when, they, when I see them treat somebody well or go out of their way to say thank you, it makes me feel good about who they are as kids. Yeah, we talked about the importance of handwritten thank yous and, you know, mm -hmm. how how memorable that is for people. And, you know, but what was the most fun and the thing that really inspired me the most was that these students really loved sharing stories of kindness or sportsmanship that they witnessed. And it just, uh, it, they really got into it. I was super surprised by that. So it was, uh, it was quite an experience. And Bill and Wes, who were the, uh, the community philanthropists uh, who were there, they're also very successful business leaders. Of course, they saw a business opportunity. What can we do to scale this? Uh, so they hired some very talented marketing and PR people to determine what might work and, of course, what might not work. Well, it was very clear that these kids were, were really not overly interested in the school part of civility school but they were interested in the storytelling part, and I think that naturally comes from the fact that they kids have become natural storytellers with their devices and through social media. Um, you know, they're more into consuming the stories and actually creating the stories, but they like doing both. So uh, we determined that a couple of the things that are especially important to young people happen to be, of course, their devices. Kevin, I have those. You and I call those cell phones, but oh. they're they're their devices. Of course, they're friends both online and IRL. Do you know what IRL stands for? I know LOL. The LOL, yeah. Uh, IRL apparently stands for in real life, which is which is oh, something. Yeah. In, so they learn something so new every day yeah. here, even on the podcast. They're interested in their style and, of course, their image. And it was uh, it was an impressive and honest assessment of what matters to these young people. But 
as a Generation Z, these people really want to make a difference in their community. So these marketing folks suggested, what if we created a kindness brand? And we thought, God, is there a kindness brand? There's really no kindness no. brand. Um, so that's what we have done. Uh, the brand they landed on was Bonafide You. And the idea behind the brand is that, you know, every Bonafide You item, whether it's a shirt or a sticker uh, or a hat, there's a story of kindness behind that. And, uh, you know, either the shirt was a gift to someone who was particularly kind or it was purchased to support the Bonafide You Kindness Scholarship, which I just want to quickly tell you about, which I think is a pretty unique scholarship. The idea behind the Bonafide U Scholarship is really to, uh, well, let me just step back for a second. In our society, we've got uh, great athletes, and we celebrate those great athletes with, with uh, letter jackets and, you know, stories in newspapers, and, you know, they get shown on, on you know, Hockey Day Minnesota and yep. those type of things that you're involved with, and, of course, athletic scholarships. And we do the same thing for great uh, academic achievers. We've got... Uh, honor rolls, and they get special things on their their gowns that you and I never, never had the privilege of, of wearing. Never. Those things on their graduation gowns, but you know who you are. Um, and many of those people got academic scholarships. Uh, Kevin and I probably would have trouble spelling academic, but we did get through St. <laughs> Thomas, so there's that. Well, anyways, so we do this for great athletes. We do it for great uh, academic achievers. What do we do for great people? That's where this comes in? Yeah, really nothing. That's where this Bonafide Youth Scholarship comes in. So we uh, put together a group of young people that, that I know, and we started talking about it. In fact, uh, they seemed very interested in it, but what became very apparent, and my middle son, who at the time was probably 14 years old, Benny, he said, you know, people aren't going to nominate themselves for these scholarships. No They're not going to apply because people that are naturally thoughtful, kind, humble people. They don't want the attention. Yeah, humility will prevent them from, from doing something like this. But what they may do is nominate someone else, someone that has been kind to them or a peer that, that, uh, that, that, that showed them some kindness or showed someone else some kindness. And uh, the idea that, that they came up with was, wouldn't it be cool if uh, not only did the person to whom the story is being written about or for whom the story is being written about, but the person who took the courage, took the time, took the, the, the thoughtfulness to write that story. What if they split the scholarship? So that's exactly how the Bonafide Youth Scholarship works. You know, our, our goal is to get people to uh, have the courage and take the time to be grateful. And grateful can sometimes take some courage. And our hope is through our Minnesota guests and the stories that we'll uncover throughout our adventure here with this podcast, It'll encourage people out there to tell their own personal story of kindness and perhaps nominate a peer for the Bonafide U Kindness Scholarship. Half of the profits from the sale of the Bonafide U Apparel will fund these kindness scholarships and most importantly, uncover stories of kindness and the people behind them and celebrate the people in our community who really make others feel like they matter. Yeah, and when, when Kevin and I started brainstorming, you know, who are some of the people that we ought to, uh, we ought to approach to participate in this, you know, the, the reality of the matter is, uh, in fact, a podcast that I listen to is one that uh, Garage Logic with Joe Souchere and the other a couple of weeks ago, he said, you know, everybody's got a podcast. I thought, wait a second. I don't have a me? I don't got a podcast. What about me? What about me? And it's going to be fun because we are going to be privileged enough to be sitting down over the course of the next months or years, however long we get to do this great venture 
uh, with some really neat people, people that we want to get to know and people that we want you to get to know more importantly and the great work that they've done. And, you know, Carly Zucker, wife of Jason Zucker from the Minnesota Wild, will be our first guest. I think it's appropriate. People know her in town from the Power Trip Morning Show. They'll recognize her voice right away. And her and Jason, uh, who now plays for Pittsburgh with my man crush, Sidney Crosby, I'm a little jealous oh, of Jason. Jesus. But they have gone above and beyond in our community to take care of people that really need help. Yeah, in fact, uh, I've gotten to know, you know, while she is married to Jason, let's face it, Carly is is a force unto herself. She is a dynamic, uh, absolutely just a wonderful person uh, who really has taken her platform and done some really meaningful things in the community. I've gotten to know her because in my professional life, I work for uh, Minnesota Masonic Charities and uh, we are a, a sponsor of the Masonic Children's Hospital at the University of Minnesota, where uh, Jason and Carly have donated a, a lot of time and a lot of influence to create a beautiful space. Um, they have the Zucker family suite, and it's super cool. And whenever I take a prospective donor out to the Masonic Children's Hospital, the Zucker family suite is really where we spend most of our time because it's, it's, beautiful. it's a unique space. They got all kinds of uh, hockey sticks from professional players who uh, struggle with penmanship because it's very hard to tell what those names are. I've been promised that they're going to put little name plates up so you can uh, decipher who those are. Of course, they put their numbers. The numbers are always there, but you don't know which team it is, right? Because yes. a lot of Minnesota guys play all over the National Hockey League, so you don't always know what... what you're right. The penmanship's a bit of a problem. <laughs> But you don't need great penmanship to be a kind person. And Carly has uh, agreed to be our very first guest, and we're going to have her on uh, next week. So, uh, you know, we're hoping that uh, that people will tune into that. And once again, what's, what's I think, different about this podcast is, you know, people like Carly Zucker, humility is going to prevent them from wanting to talk about how wonderful they are. And they are wonderful. But it's going to get them talking about those people in their lives who made them feel like they matter and, uh, you know, those people that have influenced them into becoming the people that they are today. Yeah, great stories. And if you know Carly at all, uh, great entertainment. I mean, she's a lot of fun. We had lunch with her a week ago. Uh, we could have sat there for, I mean, we were there for almost two hours. I mean, she's that kind of person. And then I really want to find out with the people that we do have on, um, how they got where they are now. We all know them now. We didn't always know them then. And we're going to hear a lot about that along the way. And uh, one of the things Kevin and I are great at is lunch. We love so, lunch. So uh, if you have any uh, suggestions, uh, we'd be happy to connect with those people over lunch because it's probably what we're best at. We're pretty good. As if, you, if you have any stories you want us to tell or if you want to become a sponsor of this podcast, you can find myself on Twitter at FSNGorg, or you can find both of us on Facebook under my name, Kevin Gorg, and of course... Uh, John Schweitz, S-C-H-W-I-E-T-Z, which, if you're interested, uh, for Valentine's Day, my wife posted oh, a rather uh, good. a rather uh, unique moment in my past. Uh, a while back, I uh, took a spill on the ice, and... You know, the security cameras everybody has at their house, right, for when people pull into the... Motion triggers it, and yeah, this video it, of John right. on the ice getting home late at night in the in the darkness of the evening and the reaction that he has trying to get back up and the frustration with the pain that he's going through is yeah. priceless. It's very apparent from watching the video that I uh, have a very low threshold for discomfort. 
Um, what you don't see in the video is before I ultimately rolled into frame, as they say, there were some very athletic moves oh, that sure. were. I mean, it was it was uh, it was probably almost, one of the most. I almost saved the day. But then However, the I didn't. The language involved and the frustration involved. Once you did go down, it's not a G-rated video, so I wouldn't invite the children in to see it. But uh, it's worth a peek. Um, <laughs> my wife, uh, in her lovely uh, uh, way, said that we're not sure if he was shot by a sniper or harpooned by a passing fishing vessel. Jeez, that's yeah. not bona fide. There's a lot of love. That is not bona fide at all. Ouch. So uh, find us on, uh, on uh, Social Twitter. Social media. Twitter, Twitter, of course, at FSN Gorg. Facebook under both our names. You can look, it up, look us up on Bonafide U. There's a lot of ways to track us down. Bonafideu.com. There's information about uh, the scholarship program and some other things on there. But uh, again, we're grateful for the opportunity to get people talking about some nice stuff for a change. And uh, I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. We have a great studio that you put together here. And uh, we can't wait to, uh, to bring you Carly Zucker here next week. And we're going to try and keep these to about 25 minutes or less so you can get on with your life. But hopefully this will inspire some people and uh, uncover some of those stories that uh, otherwise would go untold. So. Is that all? Is that what we do? That's all we got. That's all we got. All right. Thank you, and uh, we'll see you next week. And scene. And scene. <laughs> and off we go.